All right, welcome to another episode of Love Scoop. We have a special episode for you guys today. It's ladies only. And today we have two of my best friends joining us. Introduce you guys. What's up, what's up? I'm Kaylin. Where are you from? H-Town in the building. And I'm Brandy, <laughs> and I'm from St. Louis. All right. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Um, today we're going to be talking about relationships and what you guys bring to the table and stuff of that nature. So to jump started, um, what do you think you bring to the table, Kaylin, as far as a relationship? Well, I'm not in a relationship. So, right. but I mean, I just feel like in a relationship, you your partner should be your best friend. Like you should have all the traits that your best friend does. You should be loyal, um, hold them accountable, uplift them, support them. Like I feel like that's what, at least personally speaking, I would bring to the table in the relationship. Okay, so you'd be like a best friend and a companion and all of that to mm -hmm. them? Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Brandy? Well, disclaimer as well, I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I definitely feel like, well, I'll piggyback off of what Caitlin said. Um, when you're in a relationship, you want that person to be your best friend. But personally, what I feel that I bring to a relationship is stability. Um, and I just say like financial stability, uh, stability and like what I want and what I need in a relationship. Um, and just like being there for your partner. Um, I'm a very uplifting person. So that's what I feel like I would bring to a relationship. Okay. Okay. And what are you guys looking for your partner? You're, you want your partner to be like the same as you, or do you think opposites attract? That's a great question. I don't know, because I feel like sometimes if you're complete opposite for somebody, from somebody, you could clash, but the same way, if you're just like somebody, you could clash with them too, because you have the same traits you know, which can work very well in some ways, but it can also be very detrimental. Um, like, say, for instance, if you guys are both stubborn, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. So I don't know about the whole opposites attract thing. Um, I don't know. What do y'all think? Who? that's hard. Um, <laughs> that is very, very hard. Um, I, I personally would not want my boyfriend or whoever to be exactly like me. Um, I kind of feel like our goals should be the same, but then like personalities can be a little different, but I mean, just maybe a little bit, but I can't have somebody that's like totally opposite from me, like where they don't clean. Like that would be like the, the small things for me, but I do definitely. Oh, feel so like cleanliness is a deal breaker for you? Oh yeah, cleanliness oh. definitely. Yes, yes. Uh. Um, just like my mom always told me, and I take this everywhere with me. She was like, "You can always tell how clean a man is by their nails." So, <laughs> not saying that they have to get a manicure every day, but if you're like out and you're meeting someone, like if their nails are dirty, that is a deal breaker. Just like my dad taught me the same thing. Like when we grew up and we had chipped nails, he would be like, 
you need to go get your nails done. Like nobody wants a woman that doesn't keep her nails done. I just think I would want somebody who, if it's my weakness, is their strength and vice versa. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I want it to. Someone we to should compl- balance each other out. You. Yeah. You. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think before I was in a relationship, I didn't think opposites attracted. Um, but now that I am in a relationship with someone who is not exactly like me in a lot of aspects, we're able to balance each other out. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question for you. Okay. (laughs) So talking about relationships and then you say you need someone to balance, balance you out. Do you feel that you guys, um, what I can't. Right now, I can't think of the word, but, you know, are you willing to sacrifice something for what he wants and then vice versa? Do you feel mm. like he's willing to sacrifice something for, like, how you feel or, like, your feelings towards the situation? Compromise. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think in a relationship, compromise is very important as well as sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice in your relationship? Um, not so much for the relationship or for your partner, but just to have a successful relationship. You always have to have compromise and sacrifice. Um, I think I've compromised and sat, I wouldn't say sacrificed a lot, but I definitely bring compromise to the relationship. So how, what's the line? Like, how do you decide on what you're going to compromise or sacrifice versus what you're not? Um, I think everyone has like deal breakers. So if in, if none of those are, I don't know, something you have to compromise on, then I think you, the relationship would be fine. Um, I know me, I like to go out. I like to be out. Anthony's a homebody. And we compromise on doing things um, maybe like once a week, but not just being out and about all the time. Right. So just like having that equal balance so that everyone's happy in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So you brought up a good topic, Brandy, about cleanliness and how that's a deal breaker. What other deal breakers do you guys have as far as a relationship? Deal breaker. Trying to think. Um, I guess just kind of like the conversation that we like had earlier. Um, I think another deal breaker for me would be someone who doesn't have like their finances together. Um, And I'm not saying that I'm perfect with my finances, um, but I've grown better with my finances, savings and things along that nature. But I think what would be a deal breaker for me is if it's somebody who cannot save money or somebody who will just spend, 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 because then when you get in that situation where you don't have money or like, let's say you lost your job, like, you can't piggyback on your boyfriend or whoever your companion is to help support you through an issue that you had. Just as for me, if I dated someone who lost their job, like I don't mind picking up and supporting because I have that financial stability to like do that for a while until they get back on their feet. Um, For me, 
or one of my deal breakers is an open mind. Like I need somebody who has an open mind. I like to talk about stuff, try new things and somebody who is very closed minded, not open to new things and kind of set in their ways. I feel like would cause a lot of tension in a relationship for me. So I need somebody that's willing to go with the flow and explore as well. Just like I do. Yeah. I think that's like a good, that you brought up because I mean you don't want to do the same thing like with your, someone yeah who's yeah. spontaneous and adventurous right. and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and so that's like off what, my feet please. and that's what I want right that's what I want in a relationship <laughs> like not saying that he has to spend money to take me out to like the most expensive restaurants but if it's like oh today we're gonna try a hole in the wall or let's try something different like let's go on an adventure like that's something that I like to do because I'm very adventurous or even just like conversation like mm-hmm. I love a good debate so like if we can't bounce ideas off of each other or just talk about random stuff or you know or if you can't see my point of view on something that you disagree with stuff like that like I feel like that's important in a relationship okay so you're saying you like to talk to your partner about like everything is there anything like off limits that you wouldn't tell your partner or you would be completely honest about any and everything oh yeah oh yeah I feel like if you're not then what's the point like you should you should feel comfortable enough to share any and everything with your partner like them more so than anybody else you know yeah it should be a definitely a judgment-free zone yeah because I think the biggest thing is like if I get in a relationship with you and then I find out, like, down the road you had, like, a drug charge or something like that, like, I feel like you have to be honest with that person and then let that person decide, like, if that's something that they want to pursue with you. Yeah, I'd rather hear it from you than anybody else. Yeah. So before getting in the actual relationship with someone, like, how honest are you? Like, are you telling them everything on the first date, the first week? the first month the first I wouldn't define everything (laughs) you said you're honest with your partner when you guys are like in a relationship but how long does it get how long does it take to get to that point like well on a first date you're not in a relationship I mean yeah so how long do you think it would take or how long has it taken y'all to like really let all your walls down and be on open and honest about everything I think it defines where you feel as though you're in a relationship with that person. Like, of course, I would say, like, if you're dating someone and, like, let's say you had a past that could potentially come back up, like, that's something that I would want to know up front so I can get ready for that. But then once we get in a relationship, if it's something, like, small, then, like, I will tell you then but like I think the biggest thing is like finding out something that could potentially be very detrimental to like what you build with that person like I would want to know that up front not saying the first date not saying the second date but at least like if we're talking for a while or like at least a month like I would want to know that up front so then I can make the decision before I get too involved with you to get out of the situation so if someone has kids, like you want them to tell you, like Ooh, first Jesus. date. Oh, or? oh yeah. yes. 
I mean, I'm just like, checking. Y'all said don't put everything on Front Street. I mean, I'm saying like that's something that you would tell someone, like a friend, like, oh, I have two kids. I feel like <laughs> in today's world, anyway, that's going to be one of the first questions that pop up. Oh, so do you have any kids? Have you been yeah. married? Stuff like that. Like we're getting older. Like that's going to be a topic of conversation yeah. on the first date. I feel like for sure. I think the biggest thing for me is like. I don't want any surprises, especially, like, if we're very deep into a relationship, like, we're about to get married, and then I find out you're in debt or you owe the IRS a ton of money. (laughs) The wedding's off? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. And not not necessarily because, like, I wouldn't want to pick up the bill, but, like, that's something that you should be upfront with your partner about to work through that situation. Yeah, you're right. You well, you said an interesting um, phrase like when when do you let your walls down? I think that's something that I personally struggle with um, because I think with me I wouldn't really do it unless I see a future. Yeah. Well, that and if I see you starting to open up to me, like I feel like that's when I kind of would feel more comfortable sharing because just like who's going to be vulnerable first and that's bad like that's like I said it's something I'm working on and but my friends you know people tell me all the time like Caitlin Hart guarded by guard dogs brick walls (laughs) like and I mean and that's true and that's something I am working on but I feel like for me I don't know it's just after being through so many things it's something that you really can't help and it's just that extra guard that you put up for yourself don't but don't you think love is worth it? Yes, definitely. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm working on it. You know, it's a work Slowly, in progress. You know sure. what I'm saying? Get there. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe one day. <laughs> when the right person comes along. But I mean, that's, I feel like that's just the more personal stuff. When it comes to getting to know somebody, I'm not like, you know, a closed book. Like, I can still have a conversation, you know, but when it comes to like the deep, dark, personal stuff, it just yeah. it takes a little more time to unlock that that chapter (laughs) all right um like being in this world this day and age as a woman we have to deal with a lot we got to deal with looking good all the time slaying for the god period (laughs) (laughs) um and just working 40 plus hours a week just maintaining everything what do you think is the hardest thing about being a woman in 2019? You can name oh, like that's, more, that's a more really than one good thing. Question. Um, I think for me, the hardest thing is like not losing yourself to find someone. Um, you know, like I want to be in a relationship, but. Like, back to what Caitlin said, like, I have a guard this up and I'm trying to bring it down because there I have so many expectations. But I know, like, in 2019, I'm not going to really find that unless, you know, God. Oh, you guys got a checklist to me. No, I want to say, like, I have a checklist. I think the biggest thing that I'm looking for is someone who accepts me for who I am. Like, sometimes it's hard when you go out and you're like, oh, like this guy seems really nice or whatever the case may be. But then, you know, we live in a superficial world as well. Like 
I don't like to wear weave. Like I do braids, natural hairstyles, and that's all you're going to get from me. Like weave maybe sometimes, but then like sometimes when I go out, I feel like that's what guys look for. They look for the girls with the long hair and all of this other stuff. Um, But I think the biggest thing is like finding, I think today it's hard to find someone who accepts you for who you are and not like, oh, well maybe you should get your hair this way or something like that. I don't know. I love being a woman. Um, (laughs) When it comes to, you know, so, okay. So when you ask that, are you referring it to relationships or? In general, like what's the hardest thing about being a woman in 2019 altogether? Maintaining. (laughs) Maintaining yourself. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, I love getting up, getting dressed, doing my hair, getting my nails done. All that is therapeutic to me. Like, it makes me feel good. I feel cute. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to get up and get my nails done, my eyebrows done, hair done. It's like, because it just empowers you as a woman, makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to dating relationships, I would probably say the hardest thing or at least being single is trust and giving somebody a chance, you know, to actually let them into your world Um, because, Energy is very, very important and you don't want somebody who has a toxic energy or somebody that, I don't know, you don't know. It's like you have to trust that person to be what you're looking for or somebody that's worthy of your time and space. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. So you say someone being trustworthy is like finding someone trustworthy is the hardest thing in 2019 that's what i'm saying for me personally like i enjoy being a woman i don't think that anything about it at this point is hard um ready to have a baby oh no (laughs) oh no are you are you ready to have a baby i'm honestly before i bring a life into this world i need six figures in my account and making that yearly um, at least um, just because I want to be able to give my child the world. I don't want them to have to worry about anything. Um, and yeah, this is not the time for me, at least for children. I can't even imagine. Are you guys ready to settle down? Like if you found Prince Charming, would you be ready right now? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for sure. I've. How would you be ready? How do you know you're going to be ready? Um, don't get me wrong. Single life is great. I don't have to worry about anybody. I don't have to answer to anybody. I do what I want, when I want, and that's great. Um, but I just feel like if the right person came into my life, like I said before, it's like you're finding a best friend who doesn't want that. Somebody to share experiences with something, with somebody or something happens to you, you immediately want to call them and tell them, you know, this is what's going on. Just that partner to share life with, like... I feel like I'm definitely ready for that. It's yeah. just finding that right person. Um, I mean, I don't know if I will, if I would be ready. Um, I'm. I just like go with the flow, go with the wind, whatever you want to say. Um, so, I think if I met, oh, if I think that like if I met someone who was ready to settle down, I think I would be ready to take that step. Like, 
I'm not saying that I want to be in a relationship. I'm not saying that I don't want to be in a relationship. But if he's offering and giving me what I want and what I'm looking for, like, then why, why would I pass that up yeah. over? Because I still want to go out and live my life. Like, I mean, I love being single. I love, like, getting up and going and doing whatever I want. But then also, I don't do a lot. So <laughs> it's not like right. it would be taking up too much time for me. Right. Yeah, so, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, question for you, Audrey. Yes. So, how did you know that you were ready to be in a relationship? Y'all putting me on the spot. As we should. Okay, okay, okay. Well, for those of you that don't know, me and the co-host of Love Scoop, um, Anthony, we met on Tinder. And so how did I know that I was ready to settle down? It was because of how Anthony was treating me in the beginning and how we connected and how everything just flowed naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, it was comfortable. I, yeah, it was comfortable. I was a partier. Um and with with Anthony, um, we just it just calmed me down, and we were able to um, just have a great connection, going strong ever since. What do you mean it calmed you down? Um, I'm just not like a partier anymore. Um, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a partier anymore, and I think a lot a lot of that going out was just. Because I didn't have nothing else better to do with my time. Do you feel like you were ready for a relationship when Anthony came along? <clears throat> wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was I ready? You're never going to be completely ready, um, I think, for anything in your life. It's are you going to step up to the plate and become ready? Like, oh, wow. That's yeah. that, So... Please elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everyone, I think everyone has baggage. Everyone has trust issues or don't want to be vulnerable. Everyone has a past, basically. (laughs) And if you're not dealing with those traumas before you meet that person, some of those traumas are going to be shown in your relationship. So was I completely ready at that time? Probably not. But did I want to be with him? Of course I did. So handling that stuff within yourself in the midst of the relationship is not only going to make your relationship stronger, but you're going to grow individually as well. So you took a chance with it, basically. Yeah, I took a chance on love. Yeah. I'll do anything for love. Y'all know. (laughs) Such such a romantic, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. um, But taking it back to um, like what's the hardest thing about being a woman in this day and age do you guys think we have it harder than like our moms and like our grandmothers have with like finding someone um, that we want to spend forever with yeah why say that (laughs) i feel like a big um social media is very detrimental um when it comes to relationships because people post their lives on social media some stuff isn't private and I feel like back in the day like social media wasn't present people were more themselves people were more raw um and 
I'm not saying well, some people definitely put on a persona for social media, but I feel like it's a lot harder to find genuine people now as it was back then. Um, and I feel like social media is a, a big part um, of the reasons why it's hard to date now. Um, the reason why I say yes is because, like what Caitlin said, social media um, and I think that we live in a world where <clears throat> we've all grown to like expect something or want someone to be a certain type of way. Like back in the day, like she said, like, you know, a lot of people were raw. Like it was okay for like when I look at pictures of my mom, I'm like, well, you talk about me wearing like short shorts and you got on short shorts back then. But like that was a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like nowadays when men look for what they want, most men, I'm not saying like every man, um, <laughs> they want someone who is, okay, maybe they have bigger boobs or maybe they have a bigger butt because we're so attached to this world where we have to live in a world where we have to show what we have and like how good my girlfriend looks or like mm -hmm. how good my boyfriend looks like, or, you know, I'm about her this, that, and the third. Um... And I think that that's like a big issue is that, you know, we like, and I'll always go back to that. Even when I read books about like, you know, happiness, like, you know, where everybody talks about how you always have to be positive. You have to be positive, 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 positive. And it's just like, well, where do we get where we do have negative, but then we grow from that. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with like how society portrays everyone. And that's a good point because it's just like nowadays you have to have big boobs, slim waist, big butt. Like that's Everything what, fake. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, that's what's known as the perfect body, you yeah. know? And it's just like, it sucks because you can still be comfortable with yourself, but a part of you still wants to look like that. It's mm -hmm. like, that's the perception of perfect. And it's like subconscious mm -hmm. or you sub self-consciously want to be like that, you know, cause that's just what's praised. Yeah. Um, and of like having a skinny stomach because like, that's what you really want. Right. Because, I feel like every girl like, wants that, but be healthier, mm -hmm. but some girls want a skinny stomach because they feel like men, like a man wouldn't want me if I like had belly fat. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever thought about like getting any like plastic surgery done? Or Absolutely uh, yeah, not. I, I did not like working out. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, but now that I do work out, like I don't want to like get surgery. Just like with my friends, they're like, "Oh, well, let's try this diet. Let's try this diet. This, that, and the third. And I'm just like, "Well, once you get off of that diet, you're gonna gain all that weight back because you're basically." not eating or doing something to get a slimmer stomach instead of like changing your lifestyle, changing your lifestyle. I feel like if you don't like me the way I am, then you're not the I one feel. for me. <laughs> I ain't getting nothing injected yeah. nowhere. Y'all can no. Mm -mm. Yeah. And that's how I felt like when I went natural, I was like, mm, a guy probably isn't going to want me like, you know, with my hair nappy and stuff. But nowadays I'm just like, well, you're going to take the puff or you're not. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, that's true. Um, How do you feel about it? What do you think is the hardest thing about being a woman? I think just balancing everything. Um, being a woman, you're expected to work. You're expected to raise the family. 
cook, clean, um, and all of that, and just having time for yourself. I think with doing all of that, just finding time for yourself is the hardest thing if you have all of those responsibilities. Hashtag self care. <laughs> yeah. That's that's real because it's just like working forty hours a week, that's a big chunk. And it's like by the time you get off, you're tired, you really just want to go to sleep. But having that your work, working out a social life, life. family, yeah. and then you, with you, a relationship on top of all of that, it is a lot to juggle. So that's and if you're trying to prosper in different areas, like if prosper in different areas, um, it's just hard to balance everything. Um, but do you guys think like everyone is superficial um, or more so just the black community? I think it's definitely everyone. everyone I yeah. mean, you have white women that are taking black culture <laughs> it's yeah. just like black appropriation yeah, yeah. Really is want to get the lips and lip injections but we got frowned upon from like for having big lips as being black and hips and everything yeah yeah, yeah. or women these white women with dreads like stuff like that that's frowned upon like you say like especially in the workplace like mm-hmm. it's a certain way that black women are expected to wear their hair um in the workplace and it's just like you have white women now doing the these same styles but getting praised for it and them calling it something completely different than what it actually is. I feel like everybody does it. It's definitely not just black people or black women. It's it's definitely <laughs> all around for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um what so how many relationships has everyone been in? Yikes. <laughs> um, I'm sad to say I've only been in like one. One relationship. When was that? High Tell school. How did it go? High school. Um, I mean, I was just learning how to date someone back then. Um, but I think like the reason why we didn't work out is... Um, I was like going through something in my life and I felt like he wasn't there. He didn't care. So that's why I had to scratch that. I have been in three. Um, The first one was high school. You know, everybody has their high school sweetheart, you know. So that was that. Um, After that, it was other um, relationships into high school. But I haven't had a real one since then. So basically to answer your question, a total of three. What did y'all learn in y'all's relationships? <sighs> Dang, Audrey. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, for me personally, I feel like the very first relationship I had um, kind of is the reason I'm so close. Like I was talking about earlier, like I'm very guarded when it comes to a lot of stuff. And it was because I feel like I was so open in my first relationship. It was for like six years and I was very vulnerable and got my heart broken. So it's just like after that um, is the reason that I became so guarded. But over time after that, like I said, I'm working on that. How but that was that? Um, <laughs> freshman year of college. Oh, so it ended freshman year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's been about like how many years? <laughs> a, while. a while. I mean, but it was like I said, very detrimental. Working on it, but yeah. What you learn? Hmm. 
Oh, so the lesson out of it was just basically, I feel like it taught me that you can't just be out here vulnerable all the time. It did teach me to be guarded, but I just feel like I took it overboard in a sense. So, All right. So we got to get you on the dating scenes real soon, real soon. <laughs> no, we don't. Like I said, single and loving it, honey. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what did your past relationships teach you, Brandy? Mm. That's hard. No, not hard. Um, I would just say, like, my past relationships taught me to love myself more than I put into the effort for someone who doesn't want to do the same thing for me. Okay, so you had so self love. Yep, mm-hmm. is better than love for anybody else. Yeah. Okay, and not giving like my all to someone who like isn't gonna give it back in return. Mm. That's what taught me what I'm looking for in a man. Mm-hmm. What's Definitely. that? <laughs> um, like I said, that's the main reason why I said an open mind earlier. I feel like that's one of my deal breakers. I can't be with someone that's very closed minded, has a one track mind. Um, and also just somebody fun that I can have fun with. Like I said, I want somebody that can be my best friend like I want to be able to share everything with you I want to be comfortable with you like that's what I'm looking for and I feel like in past relationships I was trying to embody the perfect person and that doesn't exist so mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't exist you're Mm-mm. gonna have to compromise Mm-mm. definitely for sure but we have a special guest that's just attending Hello. our podcast <laughs> what's your name where are you from i am Lindsay, and i am from kansas city missouri Ooh. are you happily in love or are you looking i for am him? he's sitting right behind oh. me <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so how long have you guys been dating tell us Oh, y'all matching? I'm sorry. Y'all cute? Okay. Oh, and he likes to dress like me, too. <laughs> y'all cute. What you mean? You know what it's going on three years, but it's been two and a half. What? It's been two and a half going oh, on Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. That's a long time. It is. All right, all right. Me and Kaylin are sitting here like, um. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we have the two relationship um, vocalists, and then me and Brandy are repping for the single people over here, <laughs> for sure. Um. All right. Um. Sorry. Um. So, sorry. So tell us about yourself. Tell us about the relationship. How'd you guys meet? Um, we went to school together, but we didn't date then. It was like after I left school. He was in school at the time. Was you in school at the time? Or was you just in Columbia? Well, yeah. Um, so it was after that, but we definitely we had so therefore we had like a friendship before we started dating, because I've known him for so long. Um, so yeah, that's how we met. And what was y'all? How's everything going? Oh, I mean, some days I just want to murder him. And then <laughs> other days, it's okay. Like, today's an okay day. <laughs> it's been an okay day. I'm dead. What you guys do today? We really was just chilling, and we went to get some food at a restaurant I really like. And then we went downtown and was, like, hanging out on the little bird scooter things and taking pictures and stuff so it was a real chill cool day 
So I'm actually curious for her to answer the question that we just did um, right. in terms of I agree. How how do you feel that it is to be a woman in 2019? Like, do you, or what's the hardest part about being a woman in 2019? What would you say? Being a black woman in 2019 is the hardest part. Just surviving every day, living <laughs> every day is the hard part. Like, just for example, I was talking to him, like, we walking downtown and it's clear that I'm with him, but dudes are still hollering. And then that goes into the, if you don't respond, then you get cussed out and called out your name. But I'm obviously with somebody. So wow. what do you expect from me? But that's just relationship aspect. As far as just being a woman today, everything's different. Mm-hmm. Everything that I felt like I grew up in was knowing and was taught is not what's labeled and applied today. So it's just a different kind of vibe. So you kind of like got to go with it, but still stand true to what you value as yourself. And that's a struggle. Oh, that's a struggle. <laughs> so, you, so you think like your mom and our parents had it easier in finding someone um, to date and marry than we do now in this day and age? I would say it's easier in those terms, but I wouldn't say it was just exactly easy for them. But as far as the stuff that we have to deal with, I don't think they had to deal with anything like that. So I, for me personally, I would rather date back then than Mm -hmm. now. Definitely. Yeah. Why is that? And that's because everything's just different. Like before, dating, you actually went on dates. Like you expected to, you know, wine, dine, you take them out, you get to know them. Now it's just you just jump into it. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a female perspective too. Like you just jump into it. Okay. He wants to talk. I don't want to. You can't Bye. talk at <laughs> But it's just like. I mean, okay, if you want to say that's from a male perspective, but we still deal with that as a female. Like, there's only, you just want to jump right into it versus the dating aspect, the getting to know them aspect versus being in a relationship. Nowadays, you actually get to know a person while you're in the relationship versus getting to know them, building that bond, and then getting in a relationship to see where it goes. You don't even have that step. You do mm-hmm. it all in one. And that's why a lot of relationships end so badly. You never got the chance to truly know that person. You learned it while you were in the relationship. Just because it went down in the DM, basically. You be sliding in DMs? No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I feel like, like I said, my answer was social media. And I feel like that's a huge crutch in why dating is so hard. Because instead of those intimate moments like dating, people feel like having one conversation through text message or in DMs equates to talking. And it's just like, no, I don't even really know you. Like, take me out. <laughs> Wine and dine me. Right. People be sliding in y'all DMs? Of course. What they be saying? Uh, uh, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> A lot. A lot I, I just like, be ignoring the stuff, what? though. Like, and that's another thing. Like, people, I'll, if you post a picture, it's like, instead of commenting on the picture, they'll send the picture and it's have, like, hard eyes and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay... What was your purpose? Yeah, like, and I don't even know you. Like, okay, thanks. Like, but then after that, it'll be like, what are you doing? What? (laughs) And you are who? Right, like, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like social media lets people be bold and they just, no, it just, mm -mm. So y'all wouldn't, like, date someone that slid in your DMs or anything? 
I mean, presentation is everything. Depends on how you approach it. Oh, okay. How how do you guys want men to approach y'all? Like, do you want to meet them out? Do you want them to comment on your pictures? Do you want to have a mutual friend? Like, how do you expect to, like, meet someone you want to date in well, the future? Preferably in person. A mutual friend would actually be ideal because it's just, like, you know something about them and they're not a complete stranger. Well, you don't, but you know somebody that does. Um, and they're not a complete stranger. So it's just, like, that comfort is there just a little bit rather than meeting a complete stranger um what is the question again sorry <laughs> how would you like someone how do, would you like someone to approach oh, how would i like someone to approach me um i would definitely say mm, meeting someone out um like and, in the club i mean you know, hey, it, get it how you live. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, but I would say like meeting someone out, like not saying that it necessarily has to be like in a club situation or maybe just like at a bar or like Kaylin said, like through a mutual friend. But definitely not in my DMs. Like you fine. Like, can I get your number? No, <laughs> that's not going to work for me. How would he get the number then? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Even if you approach me as, hey, beautiful, in my DMs and I don't know you, I'm still nine times out of ten probably not going to respond. So it should probably be best that it's done in person for sure. Yeah. Like, just I mean, I'm not saying that I wouldn't date someone, like, wouldn't, like, talk to someone through, like, a dating app or something like that. But I think it's how you approach the situation. Like, your ma was good. No. (laughs) No, that wouldn't work for me. But, like, a... Hey, how are you doing? You know, whatever. Like, start a mutual conversation, but just not like, damn, you sexy. Can I get your number? No. Fat booty. Yeah. That's not going to work. Lindsay, how did um, CM get your number? Um, <laughs> an, um, you know, we had a mutual thing in common that we would like exchange back and forth. So that's how we. Got to be cool, and that's how he got my number. <laughs> oh, a mutual thing. No, he had it from before, because like I said, we had the same friends group. We was always hanging out, so that's really why it was. So it wasn't like he had to really do anything to get my number. My attention, that's different, but my number. Oh, what did he do to get your attention? <clears throat> he helped me out when I got maced in the face. <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? Oh <laughs> I was down in Mizzou, and we were just trying to have a good time, and one of our friends ended up in an altercation, and we were, like, panicking because he was in that altercation, and then the police started macing everybody, so I was blinded by that, and he was my aide when I got blinded. <laughs> Dang, I did not know And it that's started from it there. True love. Wow, yeah. So that's where it took off from there. Aww. Are you guys willing to approach, like, a man, like, to shoot y'all shot? Have y'all shot your shot before? I've done that before. What happened? Before. But I feel like maybe, I don't think they understand that we shooting our shot. Because, well, at least with me, I've never been, like, super direct in it. But I shot it. And I thought you would, like, catch it and understand. But they didn't catch it and understand. <laughs> so what did you do? I'm more of a, I'm, I'm like, liking your pictures a lot. Or <laughs> something real 
small. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm because I don't do that to everybody. So it's hey, it's yeah. sign here because I still want them to approach me. I don't want to. I'm not just gonna walk up to you like, hey, how you doing? Me doing to change numbers? I'm not gonna do that. But small little subtle details is my hint that I'm interested, and we can see what's happening after that. That's real. Like commenting, <laughs> piggybacking off of what you said. Like if you post something, like but see, I talk a lot of. Are we allowed to cuss on here, or is that okay? So I talk a lot of shit. So it's like really me flirting with you is me talking shit to you. Like honestly, which is weird, but it's like that's my way of like sparking up a conversation that's and like going from there. Like childhood, when you like like the boy, you like. Okay, like, not like that, <laughs> but it's just like. <laughs> that's like I don't know that's just how I I spark yeah I think that for me personally it's very hard for me to approach a man um but like you said like the small little comments like oh he uploaded this like let me make a comment like oh I read that book before too it's a good book like let me know how you view it and then like start the conversation from there but like for me to like approach a man, that's very hard for me to do. You would never do it. What if he's fine? Like, I'm not saying that I would never do it. It's just hard for me to like get up and do it because I don't like rejection. So, mm. if he's fine, then I'm just staring at you. Yeah, that's <laughs> how, that's how that look. Like, like, I'm just gonna keep staring at you to let you know, so then you can walk up to me and then we can figure it out from there. So. All in all, you guys want the man to actually, like, make the first move. Ideally. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Show your interest. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, with the women, I feel like it's easier to know, like, like, if you have a wedding ring on, you're not approachable. But if I'm approaching, you can have a whole girlfriend. I Like, I don't know, you know? I feel like it's just easier for a guy to approach you can have a, whole man. a woman. I mean, that's true, and I'm going to tell you that, but... I just feel like it's easier for a man to approach a woman than a woman to approach a man. I agree with that. Mm. Okay. What's your thought on it? I shot my shot. (laughs) I made it. And then eventually it went out of of the bounds. Out of bounds. bounds. (laughs) It went some to the other side. But um, in college, I shot my shot with my college boyfriend and everything was good. Long story short, he's crazy as hell. And I will never shoot my shot again after that because you can never date a man that's controlling you and has a lot of different insecurities within themselves. Ooh, facts. Ooh, okay. Period. (laughs) Okay. So speaking about relationships, what... What do you consider, like, the man's role and the woman's role? Like, cooking and cleaning is strictly Mm -mm. for the woman? Should the man be providing? I don't feel like there is a role. You can cook, but if you can't cook, don't even try it. (laughs) Start small or something and, like, learn. But I don't think it's a dividing of the roles, though. I think it should be shared. Shared everything. Shared. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As far as, like providing and all of that too bills, bills and all that do you guys I think together? when you get i think when you no. get to a certain point in a relationship then that is where that topic comes up like we just talked about earlier like if i don't have a ring on my finger like 
it's a lot of stuff I'm not going to be doing for okay. you. Okay. But if like I... what? I mean, like, how can I say it? Like, cleaning up after you and things on that nature. Like You're not going to wash his clothes? I mean, I'm not saying that I wouldn't wash his clothes, but I wouldn't be doing something for you that I feel like... Above and beyond? Yeah, like, above and beyond. Especially if you're not getting that same thing in return. Like, sometimes you'll get into relationships or where the guy is expecting for you to do any and everything and it's like um honey i don't have a ring like yeah, you can't i don't get... have that commitment from you but once i get that commitment like i'm not saying that i wouldn't cook and clean i love to cook so that's something that i will always do like but you know it's like half and half yeah you know yeah that's the thing just like you said like that's what you love to do so if it comes naturally to me like i like to be in the kitchen or i like to do this or you know some people even like cleaning then i don't think that's out the norm for me to help you and assist you with that but something that you could probably even think of and it's like he wants me to do that if there ain't no ring on the finger i'm not doing that because that's just that's wedding that's marriage yeah it's classification like what something that i was always taught growing up is like a man should court you Mm. and I've stuck with that value and I think that that's why sometimes it's hard in our day and age to find someone in a relationship like I'm not saying a man has to do everything for me because I take care of myself very well like I'm not saying that he has to do everything for me but it's like little things like my dad has always taught me that a man should court you and that's what I live by so yeah did you answer that? What's the question? <laughs> oh, yeah, you walked Like, roles. Like, yeah, roles. Yeah. What, what should a man and woman, like, what should a man's role be in a relationship and what is the woman's role? Or should there be roles? I mean, I don't believe in roles. Um, like Lindsay was saying, like, you can cook, cook. If you can't, don't kill us. But it's just like, <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, turn you down, you know, to cook. I'm not, I shouldn't be expected to cook and clean. It's just like, I'm not going to expect you to cook and clean. We can do it. We both can do it. Um, I don't feel like there's the only role you should be playing is making me happy and vice versa. Yeah. And that's what, like, I think in a marriage, like most of the time, like my mom, she cooks every night. She cleans up in the kitchen and stuff like that. But if I'm just in a relationship, like that's something that you shouldn't be expecting for me to be cooking seven days a week. Like having a meal for you when you get off of work. Yeah, no. like if you think only you're only I'm supposed to clean or only I'm supposed to cook, then there's a problem. But if you putting, you know, you giving me something, some type of right. effort in somewhere, then I don't think there's an issue. But if you just sitting around like, man, I'm hungry, I'm waiting for her to get what, off of work exactly. so she can cook. Right? Like, no, no at that point, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, for sure. Um, as far as that, like, what are some non-negotiables as far as like? women roles you wouldn't want to do like i don't want to take the trash out (laughs) (laughs) that's real that's true yeah Yeah, the trash is yeah (laughs) i think that's the biggest thing for me too like if i i think like non-negotiable is like if we cook or something like that like i shouldn't be the main one like cleaning up like you should take out the trash like kind of get everything situated in the house we're partners yeah we should yeah. work together yep period so, so, like the dream works the other person cleans or just just do everything inclusively right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely all right 
But no, the trash is definitely that's yeah. You <laughs> you, you gonna take the trash? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> like, I hate taking, taking the trash out. The trash. Out. <laughs> that's probably like the one exception. That's one thing, that rule for you me. can do that. Like let's keep that as a role. You do that. I don't want to do yeah. that. And like <laughs> you know, like that. the yard so that can be a role. That's it. Like stuff outside. You don't. You can't give me a lawnmower because I don't know what to do right. with it. So. Our yeah. grass not gonna get cut. I've never yeah, used a lawnmower house, in my life. You have to cut the grass. Like I'm not going outside to cut the grass. I don't know how. If you so want to teach ex- me, maybe. Like, what do you guys expect the man to do? Cut the grass and take out the trash. That's it. Uh, and no. Shovel the driveway. Yeah, like <laughs> Ooh, in those situations. Reasons I live in the south. Or warm <laughs> up the car. <laughs> yeah. Or like if I'm stranded somewhere, like I would expect for you to come jump my car. Like if you're not at work or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like I shouldn't be doing it by myself. All of the hard work, I feel like a guy should do. Should he always pump your gas? Should he? Oh, yeah. If we're in the car together, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take your car to get car washed? I like washing my own car because I pay much more attention to it in detail. <laughs> like, you're probably just going to zoom through with the vacuum. But no, that one spot, you missed it and I need to get it. <laughs> so I would me. rather clean my own car, honestly. But those those other roles, like what Brandy was saying, definitely. I agree with yeah. that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I answer, yeah. All right. Enough about relationships. Moving on to 2019 as a whole. What are y'all's goals and, um, like, what are you guys, what y'all trying to do, like, um, okay, so for me, 2019, <laughs> it's about me growing. Um, every year I set a goal for myself and something that I want to work on, like within myself, like with my own insecurities or whatever I'm going through in life. Um, so I think the big thing for me this year is moving out of St. Louis um, and then hopefully moving to Dallas and then being in a state where I can finally, like, once I move, go back to grad school, like, maybe start getting into, like, the dating scene, like, establishing a life for myself. So that's my goal for 2019. And just becoming, like, more, not saying that I'm not happy with myself, but becoming more in, like, in tune with myself and, like, taking myself for who I am and not changing that for anybody. Mm, I like that. I dedicated 2019 to me. Um, and self-care, loving myself, taking more time for me, um, because I've always been one to go all out for others. And sometimes I will forget to take care of myself during that time. So now, especially like I just moved into an apartment by myself. So it's just like, I get to spend more time with me and enjoy that. Like saying no sometimes and doing stuff by myself. Like that's, my goal for this year um I just want to prosper I just want to prosper in all areas is my goal because I don't want to be a jack of all trades master of none like I dabble in a lot of different things and it's fine for the time being but I want to prosper and master whatever it is that I really want to put my mind to like if it's this then I want to focus on that give it my all or whatever so I just want to prosper in all areas money relationships things I do (laughs) everything yeah. What about you, Audrey? Yeah. My goal for 2019 is get to the back, however means necessary, as far as job, going back to grad school, applying to school, 
um, being a creative, just finding ways to have multiple sources of incomes and falling more in love with my boyfriend. Oh, you guys are cute. <laughs> I love that. Well, and she looks him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, so much. Um, and thank you, listeners, for listening to Love Scoop. And be sure to check out our next episode.